Welcome to me. I am a memoir, the meaning of the meaning of Mariah Carey, and it is. <laughs> Can you do a double DP? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Anyway, it's a double. It's a it's a double DP of uh, bonus episodes. We've just come off the back of uh, number ones. Hashtag ones. Yeah. That was just a, that was a you know half size. Yeah, well, so, it, was, yeah it was four songs, and it went for nearly an hour. Yeah. Uh, so look. <laughs> We will hopefully be a bit more judicious with this episode where we are going to look at Rainbow um, because Mariah seemed to have recorded the entire thing within three pages of the last chapter that we read (laughs) in Sing Sing in the Meaning of Mariah Carey memoir. Uh, I'm very excited about this album. We've got some Diane Warren. We've got some Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Like, it is... Some hot shizen, as they say in Germany. I don't know. Do they say that? They don't say that. No one says that. I'm gonna get there, and this first thing I'll say, and they'll be like, "Who the fuck is this person? Who is, is, is this man?" Uh, <laughs> so let's just get right into it and break it on down. Rainbow. Break me on down. All right, so Rainbow was released November 2nd, 1999. So Mariah was two, which is cute. Um, It sold approximately between 7 to 10 million. I couldn't find an exact number. I think there was sometimes things that are reported and not what actually shipped. I've been told it was billions. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. That's all we need to know. Been so, <laughs> billions. Do you just walk around saying that now, or we? Yes, that's <laughs> any number. When, when anyone goes, uh, like, oh, how much was the Uber Eats tonight? I've been told it was billions. billions. <laughs> There's going to be so many things that we say from this podcast that no one's going to understand. No one will understand. <laughs> In my other podcast, my Adam Richard has a theory. Uh, I've been trying to explain. Because I said that the new Daleks were NQR. Um, it's a Doctor Who podcast. And then I just... Daleks like, with three H's. Daleks. <laughs> <laughs> but then I had to explain what NQR meant because I was like, oh, is that even outside Victoria? <laughs> I think it must be. I know there's like the I store. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there's one in South Australia and that's really? it. Really? Yeah. I just thought, a- I thought it was a saying before it was a store. No, I think it was all. I think it was the shop first. Stop it! And uh, so it was not quite right. So NQR was yeah. Anyway, for well, this one for those people have- in America, I've now opened this can of worms again. We have a chain of shops in Australia where they sell <laughs> goods that have gone past the best before date. And yeah. It's called anything with a dent or a bang on it, and it's called <laughs> NQR uh, supermarkets, but it stands for not quite right. Yeah. <laughs> And then it just became vernacular where you'd go, ah, no, she's a bit in QR, mate. (laughs) (laughs) So, we were a number two in the US and number four in Australia. What were we all thinking? What were we thinking? And it was held off of the top spot in America by Faith Hill's Breathe. Oh, I can be your breathe. Breathe, watching over me. I did love that album. I, don't, I, don't, I just remember that song being parried in on My Name Is Earl by Jamie Presley as she's like puffing out smoke rings. It's one of the funniest scenes ever because it was just there. Like, it's yeah. just like, why is this in here? Oh, it's yeah. great. I don't care. It's fun. Um, so was, that we, the, was that the album that had It's Centrifugal Motion? It's no, I think that was please. earlier because she had a more of a rebirth short hairdo uh, in that video. Whereas by Breathe, she had long flowing locks. And this was before good hair extensions. Um, (laughs) Well, well, Faith probably, Faith couldn't afford them. Mariah could. Faith Um, Faith once (laughs) did sing a Mariah song. 
Oh, really? Yeah, it was for a Christmas movie. Was it maybe a, one of the Grinches? What um, song was that? I'm looking it up. So Mariah had written this song and was planned to sing it, but it was because of some issues with Sony. Oh. There was like, no. Oh. Uh, and so Faith Hill sang it. She's like, I love this song. Um, Where yeah. are you Christmas? Yeah, was that it? Apparently. <laughs> So, yeah, Mariah had written a Christmas song for a Christmas yeah. movie and then wasn't allowed to sing it because of the Sony issues. Oh and the new goodness. label wouldn't release her back. To, I, I don't know how it worked. Anyway, Faith Hill Faith sang Hill. the song. Oh, There you go. We've come full circle. <laughs> um, so, the first track on this album is Heartbreaker, which actually appears twice. Uh, um, yes. Tiebreaker. So you I, got the best of me. Tiebreaker. Ugly. <laughs> Written, Ida's here. Um, written by, <laughs> written by Mariah Carey. <laughs> it's just a little Easter egg for people, for us. Um, <laughs> so Mariah, written by Mariah, Sean J. Z. Carter, yes, uh, Narada Michael Walden, Jeff Cohen. I'm gonna say Shirley or Shirley Elliston and Lincoln Chase. I'm guessing there's some sample people in there. Um, it samples Attack of the Name Game by Stacey Ladishaw. Uh, it went to number one in the US and number 10 in Australia, what were we thinking? But I will say it was quite a big hit here. Oh, it was huge. I remember this song being around for a long time. A very long time. And the video got so much airplay. Yeah. It's so much that I still only recently have seen Jay-Z in it. Right, me too, when Mariah tweeted it. Yeah. That was I'm the like, first time. Oh, that's time. right. He was in the video. Was, was that Beyonce yeah. dancing in the background? I have... <laughs> <laughs> I have um, info on this. Don't you worry. Oh, excellent. Um, so Heartbreak was Because it was a cartoon actually, and she had the little sign yes, that said, Jay Z coming in two weeks. We've got the, <laughs> we have the explanation as to why, Oh, if you don't know this. Um, so Heartbreaker was written for- to airbrush like, Beyonce back into the background. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so Heartbreaker was written for a project named All That Glitters. Yeah. But due, due to that being pushed back, um, Mariah, and Mariah's deal with Mr. Sony, she decided to release it on Rainbow as it felt so fresh. Yes. Just like it's current, darlings. And when asked about the similarities- Give me a lump. When asked about similarities between some of her first singles, namely Fantasy, but also Dream Lover mm-hmm. and Honey, Mariah said, well, I have heard that one time and again, but people must realise that I do have my own personal style. That's why all the first single releases do have a tendency to sound similar yet unique in their own way. Besides, I believe that this is the kind of music fans expect from me. Up-tempo, pop-infused, fun songs as the first single release. I did get a lot of uh, heat from Heartbreaker and maybe it was a little too similar to past singles, but at the same time, it was what I wanted to do. Though I think I succeeded in giving Heartbreaker its own little personality, which distinguished it from previous singles. If that wasn't the case and the fans thought it was too much a ripoff of of fantasy, I don't think they would have made it number one. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) That was a long paragraph, but I had to just get to the number one shade. Number one. Yeah, okay, so maybe it sounds similar, but anyway, it went to number one. Shut up. Uh. <laughs> but also, like, you know, there's, as as you point out, there is a remix of this on the album. On the album. And there are many other, other remixes, including uh, for MC30, there's a great version of it done live oh. where she's singing Diana Ross's Love Hangover and then rolls into Heartbreaker. Is she doing the dishes? No, she's, she's not oh. doing it. Dishes. The, why listen to <laughs> Diana Ross if you're not doing the dishes? I don't understand. I listen to soap operas when I do the dishes. Like, yeah? Mm. Sometimes I listen to this. <laughs> to our show. <laughs> Checking that we haven't said anything hideous. And then I say, great, we did keep it in. Um, all right, so let's touch on this video, which cost $2.5 million. Oh, my God. That's it. That was just Bianca's hair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, because they 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 didn't even get stunt doubles, so they were like, "It's too expensive. The hair costs too much. We can't." Sorry, you just got to do it yourself. It All was right. also one million for that string bikini to hold her boobs in. Oh my god, the how much boozies. work was it doing? The boozies in the this whole, the whole campaign, the, in the whole campaign in this album. <laughs> I almost turned heterosexual during this video Ooh. clip at one point. Okay. <laughs> well, I have one of my popular synopsises. Synopsises of this video, even though I had watched a, this many times. A poshnopsis. A poshnopsis. <laughs> it's time. 
for a push nobsis. Time this for is... a push nobsis. We need a song now that needs, a, <laughs> that needs an interlude. All right, I'll see if push I can come up with Push nobsis, push nobsis, push nobsis, push nobsis, push nobsis, push nobsis. Push nobsis! Our fan is going to hate that. Too much squealing. My squeals at least are in tune. Oh, whatever. <laughs> sure. Sure they are. I don't know what tune it is. Not the one I was singing, but it's no, in a it's tune. some other tune. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Mariah's friends take her to the movies to see a film called Heartbreaker. And Mariah is pissed about it because apparently her cheating boyfriend is there and the girls want to kick some butt. They walk into the theatre and Mariah is like, no. Oh, wait, is this my song? Oh, I'd better dance on top of the bar with the staff who already seem to know the choreography. <laughs> there's flips, there's spanking, and there is broomography, darlings. Broomography. Now, Mariah does a fair bit of choreo and, and generally looks more comfortable. So mm. I'm wondering if she's determined to come for some regular gigs. Um, <laughs> like, oh, she's dancing, is she? All right, hang on. <laughs> Hold my bra. Um, <laughs> she does not need a bra. <laughs> well, that's why she took it off. Um, Mariah heads into the cinema loudly singing, yet no one seems to notice. No. Mariah's friend it's points out... one of those out, films. I know. <laughs> she was possibly singing Tenet. <laughs> Very loud. Oh you could do a whole musical in the, in the hallway at Tenet. No oh, one oh, would know. Mariah here. <laughs> So Mariah's friends point out Jerry O'Connell and Mariah runs away because she was not a fan of Kangaroo Jack. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it's the only movie I could think of him being in. Stand by me when he was young and fat. Oh, yeah, well. Yeah. Um, and sliders. Uh, not, oh, the sandwiches not the sandwiches. Not the sandwiches. Oh, I'm hungry now. Um, oh, I guess it's her cheating boyfriend. Mariah and the girls awkwardly duck below the theatre seats, even though it's dark and they're behind him. Um, <laughs> then we get a glimpse of Jerry O'Connell's date, and it's none other than Bianca. <gasps> Who is powdering her larger than I remember décolletage? <laughs> Some someone went through puberty just I, before this video. I think someone had a lot of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> we love chicken. Um, <laughs> old, so old mate tries to kiss Bianca, but she's having none of it and makes him pass her bag dog instead. Bag dog. Bag dog. On the screen, we have Back Cartoon Raya. So, on the screen, we have Cartoon Raya who acts out Jay Z's rap, including an explanation that skios are pigeons. Yes. Uh, the girls start throwing popcorn, then ducking for cover. Cartoon Mariah finds a pub in her bed and then stops by Patricia's. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she can go back to her mum's. Um, Bianca right. almost allows a kiss, but then popcorn strike number two occurs. Then there's a sign saying that JZ's coming in two weeks. More on this to come. Um, Bianca has had enough and needs to take her dog to do wheeze. So Mariah's friends force Mariah to follow Bianca because it's 1999. So it's got to be the other woman's fault, not the cheating boyfriend, darling. <laughs> Like Mariah the TV goes. Show, cheaters. This is an episode <laughs> yeah, of that. Pretty much. <laughs> Mariah goes to talk to Bianca, who starts a glamorous fight, oh. and Mariah has to show this bitch who's boss. This is the best episode of Jerry Springer ever. It's so good. This is now this is more a Ricky Lake episode <laughs> from '99. <laughs> um, with Sally Jesse Raphael. <gasps> Sally oh, Jesse Raphael. Yeah, Sally she Jessie. was in the Young Rock the other day. It was so she, funny. Was she really? She was also no, in Sabrina was, the Teenage Witch. I was watching it on the TV because so, it's Young um, Rock is set at the oh. time when that was popular. Anyway. <laughs> well, she was actually in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Because that also so was welcome. popular then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's, uh, there's a lady pooping and cat screeches because it's 1999. Yeah. Um, back, in, right, back in the theatre, the screen shows Mariah in the worst wig ever, <laughs> dressed as Rizzo, dressed as Sandy oh. in Greece, like some kind of onception. <laughs> so it's spelled O-N-J-ception. O-N-J-ception. <laughs> Mariah returns, having obviously won the fight with Bianca, pours some soft drink in his lap and waves goodbye. Meanwhile, Bianca's bloodied corpse is found floating down the river three days later. No, it's no, this isn't law and order. <laughs> I just thought it was so funny that, like, she's like, I'm going to, like, get back at him. I know Bianca started the fight, but that was a full-on fight. And then, oh, yeah, I'm just going to pour some lemonade in your lap. That'll teach you. Yeah. Also, like, you know, get a type. Like, she looks exactly like me with a wig on. <laughs> right? I know. How did you not notice that? 
Now, as mentioned, we had an alternate clip which mm. did feature JZ rapping in a hot tub, which mimicked scenes from Scarface with yes. Mariah made up to look like Michelle Pfeiffer's character from the film. I've just put a little side note in that Michelle Pfeiffer is my eyebrow doppelganger. I won't be taking questions at this time. Okay. Um, <laughs> this was supposed to be the original video, but yes. Jay-Z had already released a clip for his song Girl's Best Friend and his contract stipulated that uh, he needed to have a two-week waiting period oh. between videos. Hence the two weeks. So Mariah went back to the director right. and said, quick, we'll just pop some animation in and it will say two weeks so that it's all clear. And then nothing's really said of why it was never really replaced. I think that the main video was just so popular. They're like, eh, leave just it. Just leave it. <laughs> Whatever. Um, well, they got the second one going, this is the same. Speaking so, of Michelle Pfeiffer, she sings When You Believe in The Prince of Egypt. Like the Oh, really? The, the actual in the, the film version. Yeah. Or she si- oh, she, does she actually sing it? Yeah, she actually sings oh, it. And with sing? Sandra Bullock's character, but Sandra Bullock doesn't sing it. Someone else. <laughs> Sandra Bullock's in it? How did yes. I not see this movie? When You Believe is from The Prince of Egypt. It's a cartoon. Yeah. No, I know that, but I didn't know that that... All, that I just, oh, everyone I famous in the world is in it. Really? It has a cast, like, like it was the first big DreamWorks animated picture and, like, they just yeah. threw everything at it. Hence the Whitney and Mariah. It's like, well, yeah, we'll sure. just get them to do it. Like, we'll get yeah. Stephen Schwartz to write the songs. We'll, like, it's just, we'll just throw money at it. We love this. I think, yeah, Sandra Bullock and Michelle Pfeiffer. It's like double yeah. DP. Double know? DP. Um, anyway, full circles. I'm all about full circles today. Yes. Full, full circle jokes. <laughs> oh, um, you made it awful. <laughs> you made it all string bikini what, holding up breasts. <laughs> <laughs> Except the string broke and the breasts fell out. Um, <laughs> so we will touch on the remix video as well, but we'll wait till later. Yes. Um, so this was actually my introduction to the Jay Z. Oh, was this your first Jay Z? Yes. Yes. I'd never been Jay Z'd before. He's. Um, it's 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 a it's kind of like I know she's had a few great rap guests, but this one, like he just is so good. He just fits into the groove perfectly. Like yeah. there is no. Yeah, I feel like this is the best mesh of anyone she's ever worked with and for well, i did right yeah i i kind of feel like this was um this is this was the kind of almost the precursor to all of the big jz songs like yeah. this was the precursor to crazy in love like, yeah sure like this and, feels and like empire state of mind and umbrella ella 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 <laughs> but yeah Under barack obama armor armor a <laughs> But yeah, it's just like the, it feels like, I know Jay-Z has like his own huge career and is amazing, but just as for just lending some gravitas to a pop record, yeah, there's, there's something about this that when I hear Crazy in Love, I just go, the first thing I want to hear as soon as it's finished is Heartbreaker. Heartbreaker? Straight yeah, away. Okay. Like yeah. straight away. I like, I, I love Crazy in Love. It's one of my favorite songs. But as soon as Beyonce has finished grinding on the floor and I'm all like, woo! I'm like, okay, give me, <laughs> a, love, on the give me bar. a love, give me a love, give me a love. I'm going to get on the popcorn bar. <laughs> well, I did write that I feel like this song is such a good mix of the pop, the rap, the whisper and the belt. Yeah. It's, it's got all of the Mariah. But I will say one of the things that I didn't know for a long time and mm. I always thought it was really dirty and it's not is a line which is blow my day. Yes. From Jay-Z. I thought he said blow my ding. And I thought oh. how very... Dare you insinuate Mariah would do any such act? What no. are you talking about, Jay Z? But there was also a story about the jeans from the video. Oh, do you know about this? No. It was because, like, I, I didn't get to find the full story, but Mariah had these sort of low cut jeans, and they were actually your higher cut jean that she literally oh, she took scissors ripped to. the waistband off. <laughs> yeah, because she's like, this is too high. Um, and then they were like, People this need is to gonna- see more Mariah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Maybe. I so- reckon she's had that thing of like, she goes, I've put on a bit of weight just across the chest. And I just want people to see that I'm not a big fat porker downstairs. So I'm ripping those off so you can see the waistline is still slim and trim. Oh my God. <laughs> Well, so people are going to think I got fat all of a sudden just here. How dare they? <laughs> um, and then Mariah, though, was like, 
this is going to be a trend, right? Unfortunately for her, she did start developing to have like a, a jean line yes. in this style, but the video was so popular that someone else took notice wow. and did it. And she was not very happy about that, darling. Yeah. I wonder was if this, that gets a chapter was, in the book. Was this when hipsters started? I she think so. started hipsters. I think she may have. Oh, yeah. Yes, she, I know. She started so many underpants in my eye line. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, look, it's for me, this is a classic Mariah bop. Like, what do you, yeah. what else is there to say? I've infinitized it without even thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's, of course, it's infinity. Like, how can yeah. you, like, give me a love, give me a love, give me a love, give me a love. Like, it's, <laughs> it's perfect. It's one of the most perfect songs of all time. Ooh. And it just sits with you forever. Like sometimes, you know, I know we all talked about tiebreakers at work whenever we talk about tiebreakers. Like sometimes we go like, how much have you got to go in this round? And I go, I've done everything except give me your love, give me your love, give me your love, give me your love. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Like sometimes that's how it goes. <laughs> People must really like working with you. <laughs> I must not be exhausting at all. (laughs) (laughs) I'm off to Patricia's. All right, but in interest, back to your mum. In the interest of keeping this going, (laughs) let's get on to track two. We can't take that away. Mariah's theme. Oh, don't! I know you're very excited. This is written by Mariah and Diane Warren. Amazing, and due to some. Political nightmares oh, didn't don't. really chart anywhere, but it charted. And it in was our a double hearts. A side, like that was right. It, uh, okay. it charted in our hearts. It did. So, I I have a little something about working with Diane Warren, mm-hmm. <laughs> who is insane. Which, I follow her on Twitter. She is, is she completely batshit crazy, and I adore her. Okay. Her her cat passed away recently. Poor. Love. Oh no! Yeah, I did oh. actually see that. Uh, you might R. have retweeted R. it. Diane's pussy. Oh god. <laughs> I think that's the first time we've said that word and I hope it's the last. <laughs> I'd prefer clunge just quietly. Clunge. You can't you got you have to say clunge as if you're from the north of England. Oh clunge. it's me clunge. clunge. Bear can in me clunge. <laughs> oh all I can say is bear can butter, because that's what Mel, Mel B said that all the time. Oh my god, <laughs> do you know what I, I saw do. today? Someone tweeted that it was the twenty fifth anniversary of Wannabe, I think. Wannabe, yeah, like next week or something. And uh, they just tweeted the clip of Baby Spice stealing the homeless man's hat. I know. (laughs) People only noticed this because it just recently got put into 4K and all of a sudden we can see what's happening in the background. What are you doing? He's a homeless man. You've taken his clothes. (laughs) I mean, they they were thrifty, you know? They were thrifty. Very thrifty. I'm worried that this episode, we are barely going to get to the end of Can't Take That Away, Bryce. We 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 have to go into another chapter. All right. Um, so what Mariah said about working with Diane was it's less, I mean, her style. Like her typical style would be like a Because You Loved Me or that new NSYNC song that's out now. It's more that. My style is much more this. This is very Vision of Love slash album cuts that have never been released off previous albums like Vanishing and Outside, which I don't know if you've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> The shade, the Celine shade, the Diane shade, the NSYNC shade, the interviewer shade, shade, shade forest, forest of shade. Forest of That's Diane where Warren she is in, in the can't take that away forest. That's the forest of shade yep. behind me right now. Yep. Um, and there was, as kind of touched on, there was lots of drama with the record company not wanting to release it. Um, ironically, wanting to release something more hip hop oriented, which is so the opposite of how they were an album ago. I know. Um, like it's- and... And Mariah so was leaving messages on her website addressing the corporate negativity. And in the end, it only got it's a limited face. release. It's my A theme. double A side with Crybaby featuring right. Snoop Doggy Dog. So, oh, is that what it was double A side? Yeah. That didn't come up in the research. In your research. How dare. I probably yeah. got the single. Anyway. Um, oh, no. So like the, 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 <clears throat> there was a CD single. I think here in Australia it was released as its own bit of business because it's got 400 amazing dance mixes. Oh, I didn't even mention Junior Vasquez's dance mix of Can't Take That Away, Mariah's thing. I mean, of Heartbreaker, Heartbreaker? which I absolutely love. It's tw- it's only 11 minutes. <laughs> 
But then, because it was the like, 11 oh minute, my god, eleven inch, yeah. Um, because it was like, wow, oh, what's she doing? She's like, she's abandoned David Morales. Apparently, he tried to do it, and she, like they agreed that it just wasn't working, and so he said he suggested Junior Vasquez, who has done. Oh. This amazing song, and she sings a bit of "If You Should Ever Be Lonely" on it, and it is, uh, it's epic. Um, anyway, David Morales does dance mixes of "Can't Take That Away" Marius thing. All is forgiven. Oh, that's <laughs> I thought he might have. Maybe he got wrapped up in the Snuffleupagus Sesame Street debacle. No, no, no. Um, it was all no, fine. Sort of it, she just, good. yeah. I remember reading at the time when she said, "I really wanted him to do Heartbreaker," but he just said it wasn't like he he wasn't coming up with anything. Any oh, more okay, original than anything that he'd already done a hundred times with her. Yeah, sure. But I mean, that's, for... at least he's honest. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Um, so we did have a video and I've done my little blurb. So what, what do we call it? A posh... I've already forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> a posh nopsis. A posh nopsis. A posh nopsis. Posh nops, posh nopsis. Why is that to the... Why is it to the <laughs> cheap theme of ex-girlfriend? I don't know. That's All what's right. in my head. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Posh so, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is horrifying. All right. So in the video, Mariah does acting as she scribbles in a notebook. Yes. We get Lamley stories. Mariah watches some telly. As well. It's amazing. She's mm-hmm. very good at scribbling. She, she loves a scribble. Um, yeah. Lance, Lance Armstrong appears, which hasn't aged well. No. Um, Mariah has a single tear moment. <gasps> and her I know. nephew, right? So Very good. early on, too. It's like the first verse. Um, Mariah's nephew, Sean, appears and and looks a lot like Morgan in that oh. yearbook photo. <laughs> he looks so much like Morgan in that yearbook photo. Just saying. Um, that single tear is really milking its 15 minutes of fame. <laughs> Um, Takes a long time to get down to her chin. Forever. <laughs> Mariah's Mariah looks out the window. Venus and Serena rock up. Oh, little Mariah. Little then Mariah, Mariah spins and um, castanets a lot. Have we, yeah. Oh yeah, she's. Um, out of that, uh, there is an is alternate this where, version. Is where she is where she falls to the floor casting the net. It's just everything. She collapses happens. to the floor casting <laughs> the net. Not unlike our favorite ever video. Which has an epic net casting in it. Oh my god, it's the best. best I can't wait to get to that. That that is going to be an hour long (laughs) episode. Whole episode where we talk about the video. Almost home. It's a witch. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's a monkey. (laughs) (laughs) Now there is an alternate version of this video that's almost the same. Um, I don't know which one you're going to know. There's one where she goes outside and enters a wet t-shirt concert. Um, <laughs> concert? You mean contest? But there's contest. I wrote concert and then read it because I'm like... An idiot. Steve <laughs> Carell. Um, <laughs> but there was also one where she was just... She stayed inside, didn't get wet and just spun around a lot. Yeah. Have you seen both? I have seen neither of those. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Have you not seen this video at all? I have seen this video and I get really concerned that she's cold because it's obviously raining outside and she's not wearing many clothes. Yeah. Well, Shorts in one, and a it, t-shirt. Either way, she wins the concert. The, t- um, the concert. The wet t-shirt um, concert. But then I, so then I said, but mostly this video was pretty good and serious, so it's hard to make fun of, but I think I succeeded and you can't take that away from me. No. Um, P.S. Where the fuck was Debrat's grandma? May she rest in peace. She must be one of them. All, there was lots of little, like there was, you know, a little girl who was only fourteen. So I was like, I don't that's think that's her. <laughs> so, um, unless she's Lance Armstrong. No, don't she know. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of people in this video. Debrat's grandma but must have been there. Yeah, Re- watch it again on slow. Maybe Mariah's too busy spinning around in front of the TV for me to notice. <laughs> Is that when she cast the net and fall over? <laughs> <laughs> Which time? Um, and and yes, yeah, so when I. Actually, when I started listening to this, this is one I'd always kind of known of, but never sort of singled out, I suppose. Yeah. But the piano part, mm. it is so familiar. Mm. Is is there something else that has that kind of little ting kind of piano going on? Am uh, I... About 18 other Diane Warren songs. Is that why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I love Diane Warren. I think she's amazing. But if you make a playlist of Diane Warren songs, like, they're all sung by different people. But you start to go, 
Are these? <laughs> am I listening to some weird song? album where everyone's singing a remix of everyone else's song? <laughs> yeah. That's the thing that happens now. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, I'm happy for but, Mariah to do 17 v- different versions of Heartbreaker. <laughs> but yeah. it's, I don't want to do 17 <laughs> different versions of Unbreak My Heart. <laughs> oh, I would like that. Um, uh, so I know that this is a particular favourite of us, so I'm going to keep my bit short and sweet but I do like that for this song I find that Mariah is kind of slowly finding new ways to to do the classic ballad like yes. it's it's not Vision of Love again it's not Hero again um, which is hard to do because she's done it so well and I think this is like a sign of it like oh I'm kind of finding this new groove um, so at first listen I gave it four and a half but after re-listen I've given it um, video whisper cusp of infinity because oh, uh, <laughs> the video spinning around helped um, <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing I wrote I think I need this to come on in a dark moment oh, so yeah. that I can feel lifted up because I was in a fine mood listening. Yeah. So I was like, well, it's not going to take me where it needs to go. I need to be on the floor crying and, and spinning around in a T-shirt. Um, and then have this song come on and go, oh, my God, it's better. Everything's better. So, Brett's grandma's here. D- <laughs> so 99. Uh, <laughs> I would have been um, and other people born around my uh, the same year as me, not Mariah, obviously, because she was no. born two years earlier. Yes. Um, like you're, it's you're 28 years old. Like you are looking down the barrel of 30, and it is distressing. Like to be like, I'm not young anymore. It's... <laughs> it was you and Ally McBeal going through this at the yes, same time. Exactly. <laughs> um, so it's kind of it's a confronting time of your life. Also, it's like at the point of your life where it's like, oh fuck, I've got to be responsible. I've got bills to pay like you know i've been able to rely on my parents all my life like you know my mum had died four years earlier uh so i just you know also i was starting a career in uh stand-up comedy like a creative thing and it's you know when you're doing anything creative there are a lot of people who want to tell you how much better they would be at it (laughs) Me, for instance. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but And implying how terrible you are. And it's like, I am barely holding on. Uh, so this is one of those songs that just, you know, meant a lot. And still does. Like, it's, you know, it's one of those songs that you just... Like, the, the people at the start of the film clip who were saying, you know, I really needed this song. Like, when I heard, first heard it, like, it, I really needed to hear it. And it... Because you kind of go, oh, well... If this is Mariah's theme and she has these feelings that people are often trying to take away, you know, the essence of her, then you go, oh, okay, I'm not alone in that feeling. Like, I'm not the only one that feels like things are coming to get me. Um, So, yeah, it's, it's just, yeah, the lyrics are really powerful, but also just her vocals are soaring. Um, And, you know... I'm not a very spiritual gaudy person, but when God comes up, I get a little, I have a little moment of like, maybe I do want to believe. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in Mariah. I believe in Mariah. <laughs> I'm going to heal song after this. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> Why are you here at Hillsong? Mariah's theme. Yeah, that's enough. Yeah, enough. <laughs> bracket, close bracket. Yes. Um, now that you've mentioned this, though, I kind of feel like I need you to do an intro, like the video intros for the socials. For the socials? What do you yes. mean? <laughs> because the, the you mentioned the beginning of the video and you said you could relate. We're going to need that story for oh. me to put on Instagram. Okay. <laughs> I, I just did it. Just title. cut it down. Yeah. I'll just cut that. <laughs> Put my name then, down there. Yeah, great. In Mariah's special font. Fonts. I think it's copper font. plate. Is that her font? Uh, something like that, yeah. <laughs> you know fonts. You're a graphic designer. <laughs> I'm the, it's so funny. I'm the worst with fonts. Oh, really? Like, because so many of them are just copies of each other. Yeah, that's true. So, like, Ariel is the cheap version of Helvetica. Yeah. And it's, like, the imperfect version of. And then someone else would be like, well we're going to do some other thing. It's like, well, Helvetica was designed to be perfect. So you, why are you trying to copy it? Yes. Like, as in, why are you trying to change it? Just oh, leave it. Because it's, do your co- own thing. because it's copyright and Microsoft didn't want to pay for it. Well, that too. This is how Ariel um, came about. <laughs> yeah. 
Anyway, that was Font Chat. Font Chat. <laughs> I'm guessing that's an infinity for you. I'm guessing. I'm guessing uh, Mariah's theme infinity. Theme infinity. I had to sing it. <laughs> All right. Smashing onto the track Lord three. will guide me where I need to go, and it is oh, infinity. Lordy. <laughs> Thank you, Mariah. Thank you, on Mariah. track three, we are on Bliss, Bliss. which was. A first listen for me. <gasps> yes. Written by Mariah, Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis, and Big Jim Wright. Big Jim Wright, who a- is the piano player. Uh, he, yeah, amazing pianist. Like, just better than Walter's plonky plonk. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is a little quote from Mariah about this song, which is, I was in the studio with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis mm. and we were working on a track and there were all these high notes on it. I was ready to take them off and they were like, what are you doing? This is what you're known for. Leave it. I thought, why not? I think of my voice as a gift from God. Why suppress it? <laughs> Good girl. See, this is this is what I was talking about a few weeks ago and I was saying that I think it's uh, Daydream, there's hardly any high notes. Yeah. And someone at the record company has gone, no, it's annoying. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and so she's gone. Okay, I'll take them all out, and yeah. So her instinct is to sing them all the time, obviously. Yes, sure. And like this one, this is one of the few songs where you can actually make out her enunciating lyrics in the high notes. Because sometimes it's yes. just like I'm just doing a little squeal at the whistle, end. Whistle, whistle. This yeah. one is like, oh, I heard her say, "Isn't it bliss?" in in total yes in yeah. total whistle tone and it's like oh wow yeah and that was mentioned one of the guys was saying uh, either jimmy jam or terry maybe was sort of saying um the thing that mariah like he, he was like a lot of people can hit the high notes yeah. not a lot of people but you know there are people who can do it but she's singing in it like it's yeah. different yeah she can like it's not just hitting a note or two it's like yeah. oh no this is the tune and yeah. here are the lyrics to it. yeah in those notes. <laughs> like, it's a range. It's not just a couple of notes. Like, she has... Yeah, she's got a bit of range up there. It's terrifying and amazing. Terrifying. So, uh, my little notes for this were... The whistle's fun. Very mini Ripperton. She she um, does she does say that. Like, she said that yeah, when, oh, for sure. when the album came out. She goes, oh, yeah, yeah. I was going for a full mini Ripperton vibe. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did say, underneath the star's style, but I find this more tolerable. <laughs> So, um, I the one thing that I, on first listen, around the four minute mark, I started to sort of tune out a little this bit. This is then the we longest some, song on the album. It's like we yes, nearly six we minutes. did get choir and some belting, so things started to kind of come back for yeah. me. Um, so in the end, I, I feel like this was going to be one that people were going to think I wouldn't like, but I actually did quite like it. The one thing I wrote down is. You kind of got to be in the mood for the, the really high notes. There yes. are some times you're like, not today. Because there are a Had lot of I, them. There's a lot of them. Had I have been the producer, I probably would have split the difference. Yeah. Gone half and half and had the whistles coming in halfway through. That's just me. Um, but yeah, look, I, I enjoyed it. What do, can I say? Do you know what? Do you want to know something weird about this song? Is that for some reason it always reminds me of No More Drama by Mary J. Blige. I know it's a very different oh. song. Um, but I think it's just, I think it's that thing. I think Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis absolutely let Mariah go for a run. And I think this is more evidence that Walter Afanasieff was like, no, 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 too much. Don't, mm-hmm. don't do that too much. It's like, you'd, like, I think he was, yeah. you know, I think the horse was bridled. <laughs> Wild horses that, run unbridled or their spirit dies. And here I, she is unbridled. <laughs> I think that Mariah likes to think that outside opinions don't affect her. No, they But I think do. that they do based yeah. on things she said. It's like, oh, okay. Um, so I think perhaps there was some reviewers out there saying the same thing. Yeah. And she's probably going, oh, well, if they don't want me to do this. And it's the same part of Mariah that fell into the patriarchy of Tommy. And, you know, it's that insecure side. Also, Um, you know, a lot of people are going to go, oh, it's just showing off, like doing those notes. And this this song is like, oh, this is more than showing off. This is like, here I am going to sing actual melody and lyrics in those notes. And not just that, but layered and layered and layered. Like there's... 
there's like six levels of these notes being performed <laughs> while she's also singing the rest of the song. Like it is. And I think that's probably the one thing that the reason, sorry to backtrack, the reason that I probably would have put them in, brought them in later is because I actually liked the on and on part of the chorus oh. with her, her lower toes. Yeah. I thought that was kind of nice. So that, Part of that was just to hear that more. But I think that um, let, this is why I'm comparing it to uh, No More Drama is because no more drama. no more drama starts at a level and you're going, Jesus, Mary J, you can't you can't go any further than this. Like this is you're already yeah. at the limit and you're right at the start of the song. And you, I know you're just singing over the top of Young and the Restless, but this is crazy. <laughs> I know. <it's> like- <laughs> <laughs> and then she like really goes for it towards yeah. the end and you're like oh wow yeah we're at church this is amazing like you can't yeah. and that's what i kind of love about this like i know you would have been more restrained but i kind of love the fact that you're going oh wow the whistles are already here and then you get to the end and you're like oh and now you're doing this with it like yeah, now sure. you're going here like i didn't think there was anywhere left for this song to build and yet Step ladders out, and we've gotten up. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I I really love that. I th- I love that that for uh, for producers like that. Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis have just gone. No, no, no. We know what you can do, and we want you to do it more. Like do it more. Yeah, sure. And it's like yeah. Sometimes more. Lean is in. More. Lean in. Sometimes more <laughs> is more. Yeah, well, it is for this podcast. <laughs> We are, we are not going to get through this album in one podcast. Oh, no. We're not going to get through four songs. <laughs> All right. So my score for this one is a 4.25. Which oh, it's respectable. So quite a definitive. But I think it's, yeah, I, I do like it. Keeping in mind, it's within that genre that I don't normally. Don't normally like. So, which is, is positive. Because they're the <laughs> kinds of songs that you know who. Is only ever good at singing because that's her entire. Range. Well, we do have there. There is some regular uh, comparisons coming. Up. There are. Um, yeah. Look, this is this would this is kind of like my memory of it. I would have given it five, but listening to it again, I'm just like, oh, that's right. It's all of this. It's all of this. Yeah. So it's it's tipped it's me over to infinity. A re-listen has bliss. made me go to infinity. Even though my memory of it was only a five. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why even bother scoring at a five? Oh, All right. On to track four. How much? Which was a first listen for me, written by Mariah, Brian, Michael Cox, J.D., um, Tupac, obviously, with the sample, Tyrone Rice and Ricky Rouse. Tyrone Rice and Ricky Rouse. Try saying that damn time. Um, <laughs> When I first heard this, mm. I was like, oh, this is Dark Child. Yeah. <laughs> like, as soon as it started, I was like, oh, this is Dark Child. It's got that very No Scrubs vibe. Yeah. And then, of course, we've got the Me and My Girlfriend Tupac, which, of course, was later reused in Jay-Z and Beyonce's uh, Bonnie and Clyde 03 or whatever it was. Um, the one, the thing with this one, this was a really funny one, because when I first listened, mm. it felt... I, I didn't know where to put it because I think on one hand it felt a little dated in the production. Yeah. And I thought, oh, and this sample, I knew this sample was first. Yes. As in Mariah used it first, but I related it so much to the Jay-Z song. Yeah. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't sort of get it in my head to sort of sit. Yeah. Weirdly on the second one, I really liked it. Like I listened to it again. I was like, oh, suddenly all the pieces fall into place. Um And it's, it's weird. Sort of generally- like it feels weird featuring Usher because so much of it feels like, Usher featuring Mariah. <laughs> and I think that was the other thing. I'm not the biggest Usher fan. Like, I don't oh, I love dislike Usher. him. He's just one of those artists that's like, if he's on, he's on. But I don't seek him out. Don't, unless it's I don't often have the sound turn up, but I love Usher. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, look, on the first listen, yeah, I think that was the other thing I couldn't kind of... I was like, Usher's here? Why is Usher here? Usher's here. Um, Usher was not, but, not a thing then. Like she, no, yeah. but no, I was surprised at how much I enjoyed this on second listen. Yeah, it's I. This is a cute song. It's You're like I hate it. It's a two. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just uh, on this album, like you know, when you weigh everything up, like I go, this is the one that I always go. Which one's that? <laughs> I know this one with Usher. Oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> That's me with Never Forget. You yeah, never forget the baby face. Yeah. Yeah. And like when I hear it, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I like this one. 
but it's um where it sits in the album i really like because it comes after that like it's an upbeat kind of fun song yeah after we've had the dreaminess of kind of bliss which is not which is neither upbeat nor a ballad it's just like a fun yeah it's a it's a not ballad yeah uh, so what score would you give this one? Uh, this one gets maybe 4.7. Oh, not even a 4.75, no. just 4.7. Look out. 4. Oh, so I gave... 4.75 feels like it, I'd be going too far. <laughs> How very deep. Um, <laughs> I gave this one a 4, but wrote, could grow. Could could be a little more. Considering how much better it was on the second listen. Yeah. Although it could get to the third listen and go, no, I was right in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But there are so after. many big songs on this album that I, yeah, it's one of those ones I'm like, yeah, it's, you know what? If this was on one of her later albums that I'm not mad for, I'd probably, yeah. this would probably get infinitized to death. Interesting. Mm. <laughs> it's like, I need something. Yeah. Um, next track is After Tonight, which was a first listen for me, written by Mariah, Diane Warren and David Foster. Yes. Now, this was envisioned as a duet with Mariah's then lover, Louis Miguel, who apparently does feature in the meeting of Mariah Carey. We just haven't gotten there. Yes. Um, supposedly, they couldn't get a key that worked for him. They tried a few different ways, just didn't happen, and Mariah didn't have time to re-record it in another key. Like, she would have happily done yeah. it in another key. They just didn't have the time um, because she had to do this album in three and a half minutes. Yeah. Um, and, but she did say... Um, yeah, I don't know that that will ever be a single. It's going to be a theme song for a show in Japan. It's like, <laughs> I doubt we would put that out in America because it's not my favourite song off the album. <laughs> I was like, what? I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Well, look, this is commercial ballad heaven. Uh, Diane Warren and David Foster together is like a dream team. Like, you know, he produced I Will Always Love You. Whitney Houston, like he is oh, a superstar producer. It just melted in my chair. Yeah, he's like amazing, amazing producer, and he's you know he's done some of those Celine Dion songs that we don't like oh. to talk about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think he might have produced the. Did he produce the Titanic theme, or was that Afanasiev? Uh, anyway, he was like he's a big time producer. Um, I, you know what I love about this song? Like this is I feel like. I feel like lyrically, this is like the sequel to My Old. Like it's, oh, really? Yeah, because it's kind of got that, um, you know, before My All. My All is like, you know, I would give My All to have one more night with you because we're anticipating the vitamin D. Um. Yeah. <laughs> we've been kissing on the mouth for nine hours. Yeah. Uh, whereas this one is like, after tonight, will you still remember me kind of thing is this yeah, or sure. is this is this it and i feel yeah. like this was written in hindsight where you know the mother loved me the sister yeah. loved me like this is could like perfect it could have been everything um and it's like he finished and didn't come back for seconds uh so yeah it feels <laughs> like <laughs> but you know what i love about this song more than anything like you know i love diane warren i love David Foster, I love that kind of really commercial ballady stuff. But Mariah doing a duet with Mariah, like this is <laughs> fucking amazing. Like you're just like, who is the best person that Mariah could ever do a duet with? And because she sings the two the two parts, like she sings the full duet by herself. Like she's like she's sung one line and then she's gone, Oh, I'll just sing the other part. Fuck Louie. Yeah, <laughs> Fuck, Louie, I'll do it. And it's like that bit (laughs) where she is fucking leaning into the duet part of both parts. You're just like, that that is the dream for me. Like, that is the, like, they should do a duets album and, but all of the duets are Mariah singing with Mariah. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Because she sings each part as if she's a different singer. Like, it's like, you know, normally. I'm now just thinking of different songs that she could do with herself. Because, you know, like, like, you know, she layers her vocals a lot. But obviously, when she does it, it's like there's the background singing Mariah and the lead singing Mariah. But she's singing two lead vocals here, and they are like not competing, but they are kind of like going head to head in a really. Like, it's an amazing, amazing performance for 
which you know you can't do live obviously um but yeah i mean i'm fascinated that she said she didn't love this song i think maybe because of all the yeah maybe because of all the argy bargy with trying to get it recorded and maybe it caused strain and on the relationship people were a bit funny about her working with diane warren i'm not sure why i didn't have time to delve into that so i, don't I know think if there because was maybe because of the saleness and the maybe all the other people she'd written for also um, D- diane warren writes like alone so it's weird for diane yes. warren to be working not only with mariah but also david foster like that's a weird yeah i believe that this song was more from what i can tell from the stories that this was sort of more of a diane warren song that they came in on yeah versus um can't take that away which was mariah's song yeah at the i diane mean it has a very on. diane warren feel it's like and here is yeah. the key change ladies and gentlemen <laughs> So I did mention this. I mentioned this in a few things. So I did say mm, that was an unearned key change. Um, yeah. More on the part of the songwriter, not. Oh, that is, that is Diane Warren's um, thing. It's like, what do I? Yeah, I'm like something missing here. Oh, key change. That'll fix it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but I also Don't wrote that it reminds. <laughs> yes, I did write that it reminds me a little bit of a regular person, and unbreak my heart. Yeah. It's just got those. I mean, obviously, the the Spanish influences. Yes, are quite a part of. But also, like this, that that also feels like that's the bit that I go. Oh, is this like my old part two? Because that's got that weird kind of. Yeah, it does. Yeah, absolutely. Going on. Yeah. Um, but what was funny, so for this one, my first listen, I was like, oh, it's a five. It's not quite an infinity. It's a five. Second listen, not so much. I kind of went back a little and just wrote, maybe it's closer to a four. Mm. I don't know. Not sure. I have to let this one sit with me for a little longer. What's your number one to infinity score? Look, the bulk of the song probably gets a 4.5 to, to 5. Uh, but for the pure joy of Mariah singing a duet with Mariah, like, just, I think I have to give the bridge infinity. <laughs> okay, just the just bridge. The bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Just the key change gets oh, infinity. No. Just seriously, like go back and listen to Mariah doing a duet with Mariah and think okay. of it in those terms and go, oh yeah, she is oh, actually yeah, singing so. two lead vocals at the same time. <laughs> it is amazing. All right. Oh dear, we've we've done, we've only done we've five songs. <laughs> we are gonna have to. We have to. You were so sure we wouldn't. Was you so were like, we'll sure. get this. I didn't done. know we were gonna spend half an hour talking about heartbreak. <laughs> I know. You got the best of me and the best of this podcast. Uh, <laughs> Give me your time. Give me your time. <laughs> yeah. All right, we will continue talking about uh, rainbow uh, on the other side of this rainbow. <laughs> In another episode. Uh, all right. Bye, Emily. Bye. Bye.